Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Mental Wellness Mondays, a podcast by Two Broke Twimbos where we delve deep into the discussions surrounding mental wellness, mental health, uh, mental well-being as a whole. Today we have a treat because, uh, well, as usual, we are joined by our regular Dr. Nyarai Paweni, uh, who's uh, always with us uh, every Mental Wellness Monday. Today we have another one of our now and again regulars. Uh, psychologist, Dr. Olga Nell, who's been with us before and uh, is a favorite of many. Thank you both for being here. Phil was uh, too intimidated yeah. by the, 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 you know, intelligence, academia, and knowledge of this podcast, so he will not be joining us. Shame, no, but <laughs> he's got a flu, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So it uh, will be just us. We send him love. Uh, yeah. Much love and get well quickly. We're missing you. <laughs> I'm going to cut this part out, but uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> we thought it would be great to bring Dr. Nell on because uh, those avid listeners of this podcast will remember that we had Dr. Nell on uh, together with Dr. Nirai when we discussed right at the beginning of the year, setting goals and uh, setting yourself up right for the year to make sure that you uh, achieve what you want to achieve. And to, if you're in the doldrums to pick yourself out of those doldrums and to basically move in a direction that's positive for your life. So we thought we've passed the halfway point in the year. Now's a good time for us to uh, sit and and uh, review our goals, um, see where we are and how we can react and respond and how we can fix what needs to be fixed and how we can build on what we're doing well, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so that's very great. True. Thank you very much for being here. Dr. Nell was traveling, um, traveling through Thank Europe. Thank you. It's good to be back and back on the show. And yes, it made me feel closer to our diaspora listeners. Nice. You had a good time mm. there? Good time out there? Fantastic. And I missed a little piece of the very cold weather, which for me is always a bonus. Yeah, but you got the flip side. You got the very hot weather that side. I just missed it, actually. Oh, wow. Wasn't I clever? The, the diaspora listeners were like, you don't understand. It's so hot. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's like... So- it's like 29 Thank degrees. Oh, really I'm bad. like sweating. That's what all like, my friends and cousins were saying. Like, I'm sweating so much. I've never sweated this much. I'm like, ah, come to Zimbabwe. <laughs> no, sorry, guys. I, I know it's, it was hot, hot. We're just, we're just being facetious. But uh, yeah, yes. let's, let's talk about the goals. Um, I think let's start on a very positive note, Dr. Nell and Dr. Paweni. If we were to start with the idea that, you know what, at the beginning of the year, um, I, I set great goals. Not only did I set great goals, I have been smashing my goals. And here we are halfway through the year. Um, here your, your, your patient has come in. You know, you're reviewing on all the good work that we've done. How would you help them? to continue? What would you say? Words of encouragement. Can they come on the show and write the book and share it with us? (laughs) (laughs) This fictional person who somehow is doing super well. (laughs) No, I I think it's absolutely fantastic when somebody comes in like that. And I think even though they might feel like they're smashing it, it's nice to hear it from someone else. Mm -hmm. You know, it's nice to have some cheerleading on the, you know, along the sides of your field, um, 
whether you're doing great or not so great. Mm. Either way, we all love to feel acknowledged. I think I think we all need a cheerleader, you know. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, that's. I wish we, we if we just had one with us twenty four seven. I feel it would be nice. Hmm. It would be cheerleading good. is so important. It really does work, you know. To to know that somebody is there for you on your side of the field and they are behind you, got your back. For you, it could be one of those really hot cheerleaders that they have on the big games, you know. No, no, no. Uh, so uh, those Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. No, uh, no not, not for me anymore. Thanks. Hey, babe, if you're listening, uh, Dr. Nell is joking. Um, there will be no hot cheerlead. That's, no, I'm that's, just encouraging <laughs> no, I'm her, joking. you know, to um, order herself online one of those cute little cheerleading outfits. Ooh, I like that idea. You introduced us, you introduced the re-re-re method uh, at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Could we, could we mm-hmm. um, have a little bit of a summary of what that was and how we can apply it now? Review. Reset, renew, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. So we are the review stage. I mean, at that point, at the beginning of the year, we talked in terms of review, in terms of looking back at the past 12 months, mm-hmm. strengths first, which is exactly how you started. Good job. Um, and then not so good strengths. And that was sort of your review what worked, what didn't work, what I'd like to change. And especially remember the what I would like to take with me into going forward and what I would like to let go of. Mm. But what I think it's, I'm really delighted that we're doing this episode because I think that review should be an ongoing process. Mm. I think you can't move forward without constantly evaluating your position. Um, and you do this by reviewing. So, I mean, Dr. Nirai, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's important, right? I, um, you, you know, even if you're going on a journey, you kind of also want to check in and say, okay, how, you know, how much longer do I need to drive or how, much, how long is it going to take me to get to my final destination? Um, and, and I think sometimes that um, the thing that, probably derails us is when we have detours, right? When you've had your plans and then something happened. Um, And I think that's when you might dip into self-doubt and fear and overthinking and even maybe anxiety or depression about it. Because, you know, you start off the year really pumped and excited. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to find the love of my life or whatever it is, you know, Mm. I'm going to make the million dollars and then, yeah. Suddenly I, it's August. Mm. Suddenly August. Yeah, I, I saw a post that said we have four months left for 2022 and I'm still trying to recover from 2020. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ain't that the truth for all of us? Yeah. <laughs> it is so true. And, you know, we focus so much on the new normal, which wasn't normal at all. At no point did it feel particularly normal, in my opinion, Um, and COVID and what was going on. But, you know, I don't know if we have sufficiently thought about 
going forward. I mean, because there's no doubt that recession is here with us again, probably yeah. as a result of the pandemic. I'm not an economist, so I can't um, make an informed judgment on that. But nevertheless, there's a lot of people who are struggling both emotionally um, and financially, definitely socially. Um, and I kind of think we need to focus on going forward um, with strength and support. I don't think enough has been given, enough thought has been given to the recovery process. Also, mm -hmm. I'm seeing a lot of people, I'm sure Dr. Nirai, you're the same, that are still dragging on the long COVID, if you want to call it that, yes. but certainly after effects of COVID, where they are feeling unmotivated, like motivation is really difficult. Concentration mm -hmm. is difficult. I yeah. I like to refer to it as the cotton wool brain. Mm. Yes. Um, yep. Brain fog. A lot of somatic think, yeah. brain fog. Everyone I've um, been dealing with seems to have it, I tell you. Jeez. Yeah, and yeah. there's a lot of somatic um, problems yeah. or consequences of COVID, whether you definitely contracted it, whether you think you contracted it, whether you just helped someone who had it, a mm -hmm. lot of physical symptoms, you know, but fatigue, yeah. huge, and fog, but also things like um, muscle aching, headaches, yes. changes in Tummy sleep, aches. a lot. Very true. Very, very true. I just had to quickly Google somatic. Relate, oh. Relating to the body, especially as Related. distinct from the mind. As distinct from the mind. I, okay, I understand. Yes, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. mm. And, 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 and there are the methods of, you know, um, releasing some of those, whether it's the tension or the emotion. You know, if somebody gets a massage done or they get acupuncture, because I think we sometimes um, underestimate the effect our emotions have on, you know, our, our somatic bodies. Um yeah, but I, I've noticed a lot of long COVID and it, it, it hits people, you know, differently. I, there's a family of six that I know and all of them are experiencing something slightly different, whether it's insomnia or tummy issues, um, anxiety, um, some even depression, you know, um, so, you know, just to be aware and to be kind. And, and if it is that you need to go seek professional help to, to seek it out. And I'm glad you used two, two things you've just said, Dr. Nirai, kind. You know, we always, like if a friend comes to us, we are very kind. We, yes. very, we, we give them advice to be gentle, to take care of themselves, not to be hard on themselves. But when it's happening to us, it's like we take a different approach. We can be quite harsh with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's enough harshness around without being too harsh on ourselves. I'm not saying indulgent, but I do believe that some kindness to ourselves goes a long way. And the other thing is depression. I mean, Dr. Rai, I don't know about you and 
I don't know if you guys are getting lots of um, reaching out through the show, Danny, but yes. a lot of anxiety and depression, there's a definite increase in in those cases, at least that I have seen. I don't know how you it's guys very, have, if you've noticed anything. Yes, and I think what I'm really appreciative of is that people are seeking um, you know, whether it's uh, for personal depression or not feeling themselves or couples therapy or family, like the whole family um, or addressing grief in in whatever way. Right. Grief is not always just people. It might be loss of opportunities or experiences, uh, maybe a loss of a job. Um, but, yeah, they, I, 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 I will agree with you on that, that. Um, quite a bit of depression. Mm. And then I, you know, I think being, you know, we were just talking about the heat, right. In, in, for those in the diaspora, but Zimbabwe was really cold. Mm. So there were people who were also kind of saddened by that, because if you think of all the um, outages we were having and hours, long hours without, you know, electricity and even um, it, it made you even feel even colder. Right. So you, you didn't have Zessa, so you felt colder. Um, so, yeah, for me, I think that had an, an impact mm. um, on people's, you know, mental well-being. It's, uh, just, it, sorry, doc, go ahead, Dr. Uh, no, no, I was just going to say, just reminding those of you who are not in Zimbabwe to just express some gratitude for the fact that you turn on a switch and it works. There you go. Mm-hmm. This uh, this statement does not apply to our listeners in South Africa. Um, <laughs> no, selective diaspora destinations. How's that? That works. So you did. You mentioned depression. Um, we were just talking before we started recording that in Zim there seems to be a, 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 a at least in mentioning the issue or at least talking about the issue there seems to have been a dramatic increase or so in the past couple of weeks. Anecdotally, um, just this week we had a we had a very popular, um, you know, celebrity personality who um, went on Facebook Live and was literally in tears with uh, issues of depression, admitted to um, you know attempting suicide, and um, you know they I think they put out a statement that they've they've now uh, received started receiving professional care and professional help, which again led to a lot of people talking about it. There was another situation I think where. Uh, several people uh, either attempted or successfully, I don't know if that's the right word, committed, um, you know, self-harm. Over vera- a variety of issues, there's been so many discussions about substance abuse in uh, recent weeks as well. So I do think there has been a surge in uh, people really struggling. Could be because of the economy. It could be because partly because of the cold as well. And uh, again, I'm, you know, you're the experts. You would know what the triggers are. But there definitely has been an increase. So I think it's important. You're Look, right. I don't think it's localized at all because I was looking at statistics of the American Psychological Association and they were saying, and this is several months ago, that 84% of psychologists who treat anxiety disorders have noticed an increase um, of up to 70% compared to the previous year. So it, definitely is all over so 
diaspora Zimbabweans, we know that you're feeling it too. Yeah. And fine, there might not be a, an easy overall solution right now, but you know, the steps that we could take, um, what would you recommend, uh, Dr. Nell, for anyone who, who starts feeling the, the prickly hands of depression starting to crawl all over them? You mentioned be kind to yourself. Um, any um, other suggestions? Sure. Look, um, look it up on reliable Mr. Google Sites because it is important to understand what it is. Um, but there's something called systemic resilience that's being researched extensively. So, as you know, resilience is the ability to cope well with adversity and change. It's the image of the grass um, being blown by gales of wind and it just blows over and comes back. But a tree that is deeply rooted and set in its ways, it's more likely to be blown over. Okay, so we want to be that grass. We want to be able to adapt. And I'm really quite fascinated by this concept of systemic resilience, which what it is, is it's learning um to cope with adversities, obstacles in your way, small and big. Remember, we're all individuals, so what might feel like an obstacle to me might be a walk in the park for Dr. Nirai, so it's very subjective. Mm. Um, we each have our personal areas of strength and weakness and what we perceive as challenges. And what it is is so that when things happen, we are – Basically prepared, I guess, psychologically prepared um, to deal with them in such a way where it does not break us. Um, but definitely reaching out to someone is really important. Don't don't try and go through it on your own. It's it's not an easy route to take. That word resilient. I'm tired of being resilient, Doctor Nell. Zimbabweans, we are so resilient. I'm tired, but you know. Aren't you proud of it? Uh, I want soft life. I'm not ready for soft life. No resilience necessary. Um, I want to. I want to sink into comfort and luxury, and not have hard resilience. No more gale force winds, please. But I suppose life doesn't work that way. Fair enough. Yes, I think we, I think the whole world kind of feels that way a little bit. But I think one good thing that has really come out of the pandemic is that we are talking about mental health and people like you and Phil are actually amazing at just addressing topics that were sort of swept under the rug or people were too embarrassed to talk about. We we can talk about them now and people are seeking help for it. And the stigma that was attached to mental health or mental unhealth mm -hmm. <laughs> um, is seems to be blowing away. Am I right, Dr. Nirai? I mean, people are coming yeah. out more and more. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think people, uh, you know, I think it, I, I, Mental health is now, everybody is now a mental health advocate or, um, but I think it's, it's, it's a, it's a good, um, progression, right. From, 
from us not having conversations about um, feeling unwell or feeling sad um, to now people openly talking about it and talking about their experiences. Um, I, I, I really appreciate that because culturally it hasn't been something that um, was promoted and people were comfortable talking about. So and moving from culture, Danny, I think you should mention gender a little because for you men, it's perhaps been even harder to actually come forward and say, actually, I am depressed. Perhaps many have not had mm. the confidence. Do I mm. dare use that word? We yeah. have that, we sort of still stereotype men as being having to be strong, invincible, and resilient, resilient. Mm. forever. Yeah. Uh, strong. to hear your take on it. Yeah, strong African men, strong men, and you shouldn't, men shouldn't crack, and you're supposed to have solutions to everything. I mean, That's a lot of pressure. We're seeing the effect of it, right? Um, yes. Yeah. I, 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 I on the one hand, I understand people who perhaps with the motive of being encouraging or with the motive of being motivating, they, you know, they have the whole mindset of, you know, you got to step up, you got to look after your family, you got to find the solutions to the problems that you're facing. And, mm-hmm. you know, in its place, that can be helpful motivation. But I think because we are constantly bombarded with that, and then at the same time, we're facing such difficult situations not just in Zim, obviously globally, what we could afford before is not what we can afford now. I came across the most fascinating thread on Twitter, which uh, this lady was saying, my parents, I'm applying for a new job because I lost my job during COVID. So I've been looking for a new job. And uh, my parents was like, no, you know, back in my day, you just need to hit the pavement, you know, go company to company, you'll get yourself a job. And the person was explaining, no, it, it doesn't work like that anymore. And even if I do get a job, then they started sharing what's the average rent, what's the average amount that you'd spend on groceries, and what's the average starting salary. And everyone started just contributing their stories like our parents and our grandparents could not comprehend. They're shocked at what are you talking about? No, just get a job. You'll be fine. And that's not how things work anymore. And I think, Zim, it's even worse. If you are earning a salary in RTGS, (laughs) I don't know how you're doing it. Yeah. I am. I'm earning a salary yeah. in RTGS. I don't know how I'm doing it, you know? So, yeah. um, like to a certain extent, I, I, I think it's the pressure is just, you got to figure it out. You're the man. You got to take care of your family, figure it out. Come on, let's do this. Let's wake up early. Let's do this. And then every day and you're not managing. It's no wonder that there's people, we see people beginning to, to, to really crack. We've got people who are, um, you know, crying out at this point. So yep. you're, yeah, you're right, Dr. Nell. For, I think for men, there's everyone obviously is potentially going to face depression and we all have our unique circumstances. So I'm not trying to say that men are more depressed. I'm not trying to say that at all, but there are particular circumstances that apply to men um, yes. and the expectations and, in, in a patriarchal society. But yeah. Sorry. Dr. Yeah. And, yeah. And I also think, I think because of, you know, what you've just talked about, Danny is, 
um, men cracking. And then so there's a higher number of men who are suicidal, right? So suicidal is, um, ideation is high. And then there are also um, more deaths because of suicide, from suicide in men mm. uh, because they don't have they, they don't feel they have access or outlets for what they're going through. Mm. Yes, absolutely. And then, you know, the more dysfunctional coping mechanisms kick in. So drinking, yeah. drugs. Yes, those are on the rise. Things and domestic violence. Fortnite. All go yeah. hand in hand, you know, because when you are so <clears throat> frustrated, we talk about patriarchal issues, you know, um, so frustrated and you can't express yourself because it would be viewed as a weakness. Mm. Um, you know, emotions have to um, play out one way or another mm. and mm-hmm. then it's not always functional the way they play out. Emotional regulation is difficult at best, but when you're struggling and when you do have symptomology of depression or anxiety, then regulating emotions is even more difficult, without a doubt. So, and I think you do, sorry, Dr. Nurai, but do you not think, and Danny, that you men also wait longer to seek help because Mm. of these role, gender role expectations? Assuming we even seek help at all. Shake it off, man. Assuming Shake it off. you even seek help at all. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I also wanted to add like road rage because if you think about the way people drive. No, but Dr. Uri, um, have you seen yeah. how they're driving? I mean, come on. Come on, Dr. Uri. You've seen how but people. Yes, it's crazy. But it's, I think it's also part of it. It's like your outlet, like you feel as if you've got to get somewhere quickly and you that's how you're dealing with the stress and anxiety that you're going through, you know. Um, but yeah, this, I find as if the driving has become quite dangerous. <laughs> Definitely stressful. Yeah, yeah I smile and wave at people. It really throws them. They don't expect it. And then they sit there trying to work out who it was that smiled and waved at them. That that would make That's me angrier. Movie. Imagine someone cuts no, you no. off. <laughs> it it, it oh. will put you remember that emotions like attracts like, okay? Mm. So mm. if we smile enough, perhaps we'll start a smile and get into a better movement place yeah there's a suggestion i mean you know let's give it a try i I think it would be good give someone a smile tomorrow just because i I think it would be good for us to also discuss at least a little bit um the practical positive side of things so obviously we've discussed it's Mm -hmm. difficult obviously we've discussed especially men um face this societal expectation of being you know, unbothered, yet there's so much that should bother them. Um, One positive that you mentioned earlier, Dr. Nal, is that the pandemic itself, while it caused all these problems, at least it's got these conversations going and people are more open to the conversation and the understanding and the idea. It's no longer, it's no longer something that's instantly dismissed to say, Hey man, you got to take care of your mental health. You know, there's Mm -hmm. people are more willing to be like, you know what? You're right. I've heard so much about it. I've been, I've been hearing it. It's all over the place. You're right. And it, I think 
in my experience at least, it's it's less abnormal for men just talking amongst themselves to be like, my dude, you got to take care of your mental health as well. And I think back to just three or four years ago, that would seem like a ridiculous conversation topic just among men. What are you talking about, man? Like, you see the game, you know? But now it's like, it, it seems a little bit no, more normal. I think that's a positive. And I think if each of us, those who are listening to this podcast and everyone who, um, you know, has a little bit more um, sensitivity to that thought process, if we are continuously making it more normal, like, hey, man, you seem a little strung up. You got to take care of your mental health. Or, you know, even for ourselves, we should be able to reach out like, I can feel depression or anxiety kicking in. You know, maybe I need to seek professional help. Or at the very least, take some steps to just do my own mental, you know, mental health care. Mm -hmm. I know we're focusing on mental health, of course. But can I say that I strongly feel that we holistic beings. So we made up mm-hmm. of mind, body, and spirit. And um, Dr. Nirai feels very much like I do on this. And I don't think you can have mental health mm-hmm. if you don't also take care of your body and spirit. Mm-hmm. So I think embracing a holistic lifestyle, and by holistic, I mean whole as in complete, mm-hmm. um, that addresses all those areas because – you know, exercise, for example, is a huge mental health boost. You talk about depression, you know, especially for you men, get out there, get in the gym, get your running shoes on. But for women too, you know, it's it's amazing the benefits you can get. You can't have a healthy mind in an unhealthy body. So yeah. watch what you put into your body in terms of food, hydration, do you know that sometimes you can be depressed if you're dehydrated? So, mm-hmm. and, and we forget to drink water. You know, we'll be sitting at our desk and it's the next thing. It's been two or three hours. You've been on a task and you've had no water at all. Mm. So just those little tweaks to your lifestyle can help hugely straight away. So, I would say, you know, like you were saying, when you see a friend that's, you know, not quite himself, is to say, hey, man, are you taking care of yourself, your whole self? Or shall Mm -hmm. we meet and go for a run? Whatever it is, you know, it really does help. Dr. Nirai, you'll be able to say a lot more than me on diet. Yeah. And nutrition and what we put in our bodies. No, I, I think you covered a lot. I wanted to just add about the importance of sleep. Um, Mm. And also, you know, because I think with technology, we're, you know, scrolling for hours and that's really kind of disrupted our sleep patterns. So making sure we're sleeping well. Also making sure you have a good social network. You know, there's a lot of research about how um, I think many years ago when they did that survey or research on the blue zone and how these people seem to be grounded and um, living well, even if they financially didn't have a lot, is because they have a sense of community. They have a feeling of belonging. And, you know, yes, sometimes we don't get along with our family and family friends but do you have somebody that you feel a sense of belonging to um that's that's really important again for your mental wellness as well 
What if you can't? Uh, what if you can't easily find that? Maybe family is not easy to turn to. Maybe yes. you know. Maybe I live in the diaspora. I don't have as many friends, or whatever the case is. Yeah. Um. I'll use myself as an example. Like I was away from my family, and so I ended up creating this whole new family, like new friends that are like became my sisters. And initially it was just one other person mm. that I felt that I could chat with and we could do things together. So I felt as if I wasn't alone in the world. Um, and I think that's where a lot of depression happens when people migrate, right? When they first get to a place, it's because they may not have friends or somebody they can call on or they feel as if they can depend on someone. One. Um, so I would, I don't know if they're still in existence, but I would do meetups. Do you guys remember meetups? So I would join different groups based on whether it was art or um, young black professionals or whatever. So I just, you know, or whether it was church or your spiritual place, you know, I used to go and meditate. So you have to find circles and 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 i think the flip side of that is that sometimes people have social anxiety right in um in in developing those relationships um and i think that's where technology has really helped um where you can facetime skype or whatsapp with your loved ones Mm. um but i think it's it's essential to find a balance um your family doesn't have to be your blood family. It could be your own created family. Mm. I, that's what helped me survive. Cause I would, I would get absolutely homesick. Uh, but I ended up and they're still very dear to me. There's still people that I, I call them my brothers and sisters and my aunts, <laughs> but we have no blood relation, <laughs> but they saved me. <laughs> and I think it's so true. What you just said also that, it's not necessarily quantity. It's not the number of people you have there for you. It's to make those special connections to begin with, even with just one or two. Um, mm. It can be incredibly powerful. So that could be a, a reset goal or review goal, you know, at this point that, hey, I may need to find a connection, a friend, yes. you know, just uh, without too Definitely. much pressure. Mm. Yeah, a community face if you have a hobby that you like. Um, the other day I had a lady who's single, doesn't have children. And for her is to go golfing. You know, that's her community. And she she lives for her weekends where she goes and plays golf. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's just finding the thing and finding your little community. It doesn't have to be a lot of people. Mm. Um I heard a really nice thing in Harare last night. There was a storytelling evening. Hmm. I, I went to that. What a wonderful idea. I went to that. It was absolutely, it was absolutely powerful. It's called Ngano. And oh my goodness. I mean, you laughed. You cried. It was absolutely powerful. I really enjoyed it. And I went not knowing anyone there. <laughs> but I... I a lot of the stories resonated. It was very, very good. It was, yeah, beautifully done. Hmm. Shared cool. interests are very powerful to bring us together, for bringing us together. I saw, yeah. uh, I saw, um, I don't know what it was. It was like, uh, 
image of some, you know, these these images that are supposed to help you and make you think and whatever. And yes. it was someone who was stuck in depression with depression being depicted as quicksand. So a friend mm. is trying to help them out. But the person in the quicksand says, I'm too tired to right now. And the friend says, that's okay. I'll stick around until you feel you have the energy to try and pull yourself out. And I don't know, that sort of like resonated or it like it jumped up at me because sometimes we know, like we know that, you know, you, you find yourself deep in the, in the, in the depths of depression and you know, I need to go out. I need to see people. I need to take care of myself physically as well. I need to eat better. I need to work out, but just the energy to even do that or to start doing that is very difficult to reach for. And that's when you need someone who's just there, you know, like you're not going to fix everything right now, but I'm, I'm just here with you. And uh, when you're ready to start or take the first step, um, so yeah, so I think it's really important to sort of start building that community and at least start finding people that you can have in your corner. Um, and I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you've got a great start, you know, there's a whole community right there. Two broke mm-hmm. forward slash help. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Can I, I'd, I'd like to kind of talk a little bit about actual depression because I think it's important, especially if you are one of those lucky people that have perhaps never experienced it or have only very mild depression. It's depression is very much on a continuum Mm. from very mild where there's a bit of loss of pleasure, perhaps what we were talking about the whole post COVID, you know, fatigue, um, all the way to such an extreme where people who are there, Um, You cannot, if you've not experienced it, it is very, very, very difficult to understand what even, I don't know, the smallest task, like perhaps getting out of bed or brushing your teeth, everything requires a superhuman effort of will. Um, And I'd like to really stress this because people think that you can just tell someone who's suffering from depression or severe depression anyway to snap out of it. But can I say it is a huge mental and physical effort to even make small progress, small changes. Mm. Um, And I think it is important to try that's why, you know, what we're discussing is prevention. As soon as you feel yourself sliding down that road put stops to it take step be proactive because it is really difficult but i think you know the one percent rule baby steps whatever you want to call it and it's to make tiny little consistent progress towards where you want to be be it beating depression being beating a lack of motivation, um, being making friends, which is what we were talking about. You know, if you can do just one percent a day, um, you know, in what just over three months, you're at a hundred percent if you're consistent. Mm. Mm. Nice. Mm. Well, hopefully, as we discuss, uh, review, reset, renew. And uh, we're actually reviewing all of that. Hopefully, this is this is helpful. 
Um, I don't know if there's anything else that we want to cover before we, we wrap up, but I think this has been quite helpful. Great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Really, really good conversation. Great. Hey, listen, yeah. if, go ahead. Keep strong. You're not alone. Hey, we yeah. here. That's what I want to say. Listen, if you are, if you are going through it right now and uh, you're not sure what to do, um, send us an anonymous message to brooktumbos.com forward slash help. We'll put you in touch with professionals, uh, depending on whatever it is that you need. Uh, Dr. Nurai has been linking us up with some uh, with a great network of people. Doesn't matter where you are in the world, we'll do our best to help you. We've had some great feedback, by the way, uh, from people who have reached out to us. Sometimes we don't talk about it on the podcast. It's very private stuff. Um, and But we've had great feedback from putting people in touch with professionals. Um, yeah, and and we are in this space where we can at least do this as a free service. Of course, when you get forward, you may have to figure out uh, whether you're on a medical aid network or something, but at least as a start, we could try help you in that right direction. So, And yeah. there are lots of associations out there that can help mm. um, for those who can't necessarily afford private care. Mm. So it's just to be in the know, to be in the loop. And another positive, there you go, I'm really in a positive mood tonight, mm-hmm. on COVID is that um, it has made telehealth very normal. So, you know, Mm -hmm. if you don't feel comfortable, if the NHS in your country, you know, will take a year before they even give you a questionnaire to see whether you're depressed or not, remember that you can reach back home to Zim and, Mm. you know, yeah, remote Mm. is becoming quite normal if you're more comfortable with somebody from back home. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we've got quite a few requests for that because I think sometimes the nuances about being African or about being Zimbabwean um, that you just need somebody who can understand where you're where you're coming from. So yeah, virtual tele- telehealth has has really um, enabled us to kind of find the support that we need, no matter where you are in the world. Mm. Yeah. So there are some positives. And please find. Please find someone you are comfortable with. Don't Please. think that the first person you reach out for to or that you put in touch with has to be the right person. Yeah. Um, please, if, if you don't um, connect, if you don't yep. click, please don't be afraid to find someone who you resonate with, who you're comfortable with, who... It feels like you're having, I don't know, a drink with a friend, a cup of tea, something like that. But mm. make sure you're comfortable, whoever you're working with. Yeah. Nice. And I also want to say that um, it's not an easy journey, right? Once you make a decision that you're going to go for therapy or counseling, um, it's, 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 it's the unknown. But the fact that you've decided that mm, I need some help is such a huge step and you have to applaud yourself and, you know, take each session as um, one step at a time, as we mentioned, and be kind to yourself. Um, there's magic Absolutely. at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, I always say the hardest part is showing up. Once you've mm-hmm. showed up, you've done the hardest bit. So there you go. It's uphill all the way. Yeah. Fantastic, guys. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you, Dr. Nell. Thank you, Dr. Nurai. Thank you to you, our listeners. Thank you listener. for having me again. Yeah, of course. We'll, we'll have to get you back again. Sometimes we shouldn't wait this many months before we get you back on. 
Absolutely no holidays anyone. Yeah, if you're if you're not gallivanting in a different part of the world. <laughs> no gallivanting. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in. There's another episode of Mental Wellness Mondays. You can catch us every Monday. Please subscribe if you enjoy it. Drop a comment if you want to share your thoughts and ideas. And please remember twobroktombos.com forward slash donate where you can anonymously get in touch with us. Uh, you can send a message. If you would like us to reach out back to you, please just make sure uh, you fill out the uh, optional email section and then we'll be able to reach out back to you. Um, and yeah, and that's another episode. Oh yes, by the way, if you feel we are doing the Lord's work and you want to continue supporting us, twobroketwombos.com forward slash donate. All right, Dr. Nirai, Dr. Nell, you have a good evening. You, you too. Thank you so good much. Night, good night. Good night.